Welcome back to Make Two. I'm Julia Scott. And I'm Tiff Arment. And again, we're gearing up for a Q&A episode. So if you have anything that you want to ask us or want to want us to talk about, you can send us a question at makedopod at gmail or on our social medias where we are at makedopod on all the things. We don't have a TikTok. I think that's a good thing. Yeah, we, we don't. I, I can't commit to a TikTok right now. I do really love artist TikTok. It's so, so me too. satisfying. Uh, but uh, speaking of social media, I saw that you, I don't know what counts as finished in in glasswork, but I saw that you finished, question mark, a big uh, pixely cool project. Do you want to talk about it? I did. I, I finished um, three feathers and a big uh, creeper head out of all little <laughs> squares, kind of like a pixely, because that was what my son requested. He's like, can you make me a creeper? And I was like, yes, I can, because I happen <laughs> to have green glass and I don't know what else to do with it. So it was... And uh, also squares. Oh, yeah. I had to cut all those squares. Oh, my goodness. And it turns <laughs> out not all squares are created equal because it is very difficult to cut a lot of very even squares out of glass. Like, it's it's not as straightforward as it seems, especially when you are doing it just with, like, a ruler yourself and not mm -hmm. some sort of, like, measuring board where you can feel like, okay, I'm on this slot. I'm cutting on the same line every time. The inconsistencies between, like, the slight angles and then the way the glass breaks – it is surprisingly difficult, but it also was really good because it was an incredibly large soldering project. So I had to make sure that like I was I was doing a lot of different joins and a lot of um, smoothing. So I think I got um, overall better at just like getting my lines smooth, not straight, smooth, <laughs> because <laughs> my glass squares weren't straight. So I had to kind of like fiddle things here and there. But it turned out pretty great. And I'm pretty proud of it. And then I also... Um, I also had a chance to try out different patinas on the solder where you can like buy different chemical patinas and you can change the color of the solder. So you can get like a copper one, you can leave it silver, which it oh, naturally cool. is, or you can turn it black. So I turned it black. So it kind of like the solder recedes from the design, which is pretty cool. So I've been learning a whole bunch um, and I've been consuming a lot more. I mean, okay. I've been trying not to look at stained glass people online. Like I'm really trying really hard. So I'm not influenced. But at the same time, that's kind of all I want to look at because I'm also inspired. Mm -hmm. uh, so but I'm trying to not get myself overwhelmed with, oh, my gosh, look how good these people are when they've been doing it for years. And I just started. So I'm trying to be really kind to my mental self and and let that not become a thing that like festers in my head that I can never get that good or I have a long way to go or any of those kind of feelings. I just kind of want to leave it alone and just have a good time and enjoy the hobby as it is. So what what when is a project complete? Is it like the the soldering and cleaning or do you have to do something else to it? Do you have to like put a big sheet of glass behind i'm realizing i know very little about like well the last thing i have to do this. for this project i got the little um hooks on where i i made little jump rings out of wire which felt awesome also <laughs> to be like oh i'm gonna wrap this around a pencil and i'm gonna make my own jump rings and i got those soldered on and i learned that you need to put them on a joint and not on an edge so it doesn't peel off the foil there's like a whole there's so many little things to think about but like for for hanging yeah, for hanging. And so my last step that I need that I have ordered are is the wire that or 
not so much wire, but um, chain to hang it up. So I could hang it on string. I could hang it on, I don't know, like I said, a piece of wire, or um, I'm just we're waiting for kind of like the black chain and a little like window suction cup thing. So I can hang it up in my son's room and be like, here's my picture. It's all done. (laughs) That's the last step. There's so many steps. This is a step intensive craft. And I kind of love that because it's really keeping me very focused. And if I start something, I'd be like, oh, okay, I do this step and then I do this step. And then it, like, it's very nice to just kind of like go through the motions and get everything done. And then you have like this beautiful, cool thing when it's all finished. And you're like, you look at it and it's one of those strange crafts that you're like, I made that. Like it, it's metal and glass and I made it. <laughs> like, and it feels awesome. It's because like very it concretely feel like, a thing. Yeah, it's very concretely a thing. And it's very concretely like a this just can't appear in anyone's house. Like I put in a lot of effort to make this thing. And so that felt really good. I think it feels better than a lot of like the rock paintings that I've done because it's like anyone can just go to the beach, get a rock and put some paint on it. I see kids selling them all the time in town, right? Like out of their wagons. But this it's like, oh, I really like went through a whole thing and I have to perfect a skill. And I have like this cool, awesome, like 700 degree iron that I'm using and I'm so badass, right? Like, it's just, it's very, uh, it's very satisfying. Like for me, it also feels like it's satisfying because I may be completely wrong about this, but I get, it feels like it's way more sort of binary than many other art forms. Like, you know, you, you get it right or you don't, it's either a square or just like a pile of shards you know what I mean and like the things either connect or they don't like obviously there's more to it than that but like knowing that you did the thing right which you know if you're painting or doing something else that that is more sort of fluid and open and you're like good right I don't know and just having that like yes the thing is now connected to the thing in the way that the two things are supposed to connect good Yeah, it's exactly like that. It's like you can clearly see when something has gone wrong. And I enjoy that coming off of something that I was doing where you're not sure if it's wrong. And sometimes you could spend, you know, hundreds of hours doing a painting and then you step back and you're like, oh, no, the nose is in the wrong place. Like it just (laughs) is. And there's like you either go back and you fix it or you don't or it's just it feels like with this at every step, you can realize your flaws right away. You know, you cut the glass wrong and it's not going to fit together. So, you know, if you start like moving on to the next step, it's just going to increasingly get worse and worse and worse. And you either just accept that and be like, oh, well, this is how this piece is going to gonna be crazy and I'm just going to learn from it and I'll do it right the next time. Or you sit there and you pull everything off and you pull it back and you do it again. But like, you know it's already going wrong where I feel like painting, you're not sure it's going wrong until you step back. And even sometimes when you step back, you, you aren't sure things are wrong yet either. Or you could just be like, I meant it to be that way. I wanted (laughs) half of her face to look like it was melting off because I'm so dark. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I just can't draw a human. (laughs) And also it sounds satisfying in that it's kind of, I don't know. I mean, it's not, batch making but that also each step is like you know cut 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 and then it's you know uh, tape 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 like it's it's long not monotonous but like you have very clear steps and you can just like sit there for a long time and do the same thing it's not like oh I have to fold and then I have to do this other thing it's very much a step by step thing which I think is also sometimes satisfying because you can be like I know exactly what is going on 
Oh, yeah, completely. And also it's really easy to like get up and walk away from, which is something in a craft that like I have not had in a long time where I feel like if I'm painting, you get out the paint, you have the water, you have the, you know, medium, you have like, there's so much stuff to get out and get ready. You prepare the space, you have your brush, like, it just it seems like there's a lot of stuff to get ready. And then you have to be like, all right, I, I better be doing this for like a few hours and not get interrupted at all. Whereas with this, it's like, I have everything out on the table, but I can like go cut a few pieces and then kind of walk away because as long there's as I'm organized. And there's also nothing that's going to like dry too much if right. you take a walk. Because like the solder, it's either it, it you put it on and then it's it hardens and that's it. Like there's no, the only waiting is waiting for the iron to heat up and that's like 30 seconds it's so fast and especially if you have like a temperature regulated iron you don't even need to worry about like it getting too hot because it's it's temperature controlled so you can just be like okay i know exactly what temperature it is because i have this kind of solder and it needs to be this temperature to melt it in the right way and that's it like that's the only things that are really like time sensitive uh you could wrap a few pieces and then you can walk away and it's it's kind of great when you have a kid that's constantly interrupting you hey i need my shoes tied oh i need this snack where's my mask like you know like there's <laughs> there are a lot of uh interruptions a lot of times when you have young kids in the house or just a busy life where you are you know constantly being demanded in different places um even if it's like from your dog that needs to go out whatever it is it's kind of a really great thing to find a craft or a um, skill or a, um, a hobby that you can just do in between you know I, that's it's, why I kind of like downable yeah I like having these multiple hobbies where it's like I can spend all of my time doing something and like sit down and focus like painting but then I have like the little you know eh, I'm gonna snap together a few pieces of glass and it's gonna be super fun and and then I can just like walk away from it also. So it's like I have things to do. I don't have to just sit around and wait anymore until I have time to paint. Now I can fill in the gaps with this other thing that I'm super into and really interested in pursuing. That is so cool. I actually uh, I think like six six hours after we finished recording the last episode when we were talking about new hobbies. And I was like, lino cuts, because like, you know, where you have lino cuts, where you have like either a piece of linoleum or a piece of foam and you cut out sort of like a a negative of something and then you roll ink on it and then you press something onto it. It's something that I've been looking at before and like I love the way they can look so many different ways and it is both uh, sort of messy but easily put awayable, you know, And, and also completely has the potential to drive me insane because like one tiny little wrong move and you've carved away the whole thing you've just spent 45 oh, minutes no, doing. Oh, no, that's not fun. No, <laughs> no that's but the was, opposite of what we're talking about. <laughs> but I just realized like it, it's, it could be fun because in some ways it's kind of like, uh, you know, sculpting in 3D because you have to think both about what's there and what's not there and how to like achieve both of those things. But it is in some ways both a very like rough as in rough hewn and very delicate and detailed art form. Uh, So that's something that I actually do want to try. And like I think like you can do it sort of with stuff you already have. Like I can start doing it with acrylic paints and like even just like this little hobby rollers that I have. Like you Mm -hmm. don't have to go out and buy all this fancy stuff. Like I you know you can do it with an eraser to get started or whatever. Just like as practice. Potatoes. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I just wanted to kind of do a little update. Uh, some, some. I would. Uh, I want you to start doing that, and I need you to report back, and you because you need to do it for the show. Absolutely, it's for your work. You have it's, to do it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but October uh, is is rolling along, and I'm really loving what you're doing this year. Uh, I'm sort of kind of playing along in a sort of diet Inktober because I realized <laughs> that I'm not in a state right now to be sort of promising and locking myself into doing a certain thing every day. Uh, I'm sure I could be like, no, it's to make myself be artistic, but my brain is, is um, it's a little bit too porridgey right now. But I really like your, because you were talking about like having uh, .tiff interact more with with the concepts how, how did you decide on like how you were gonna do that and you're doing it very in like drawn out squares I don't know what you would call it how did you come up with the the format that you're doing this year I don't know but I was comparing it to last year so I'm having a lot of fun with Inktober and just like last year I'm focusing on something that I feel like I have a good grasp on and that's dot tiff and it's just nice that there's something that grounds me when doing Inktober I feel like a lot of people get overwhelmed and I did before too with Inktober or any kind of prompts like this where it just feels way too open and you get lost like even though you have a prompt you're just like I don't know where to go with this I think people who have a very clear style in their art already can get focused on what they do you know like if you are um, I've, I've seen a couple of different ones but the people that focus it on their art style seem to have the most success and they're able to like move forward and really grab onto the prompts so for me, having her as a focus again this year is I was just even more excited to do it because I look back on the previous drawings. This is what we talked about in another episode. But just to see how far the character itself has developed and how things have gotten refined and things have become like uh, just just a part of what the comic is, like the the canonical this or or the version of that like that she has. And so it's been really great to explore that and think about these words in terms of how she's going to be interacting with them or portraying them herself uh, in the little comics. And I think that the format kind of started Whereas like I needed a place to put a title. I needed a place to kind of like indicate that it's Inktober and to make it stand out and make it look different from what I would normally draw. And so making the little boxes and having it all consistent and look like a, a collection ended up uh, just working out great because I drew the first scene of, oh, hey, the introduction of like Inktober as if like she painted it on the wall and she ran out of rooms so and she had to put the ER on the second line. And that always happens to me. <laughs> so like that made me laugh uh, that, that I did that in the comic too, um, very intentionally. And so I went ahead with the idea of, oh, she's painting the titles on all of these. So it's like this sloppy like roller paint and it's dripping. <laughs> and so that was really fun writing all the words. And I, I, um, Kind of like took, how she, she's like whitewashing that wall in between each day, kind of. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like she just washes over and then she writes it again. And then there's like a little sign that, you know, she tacks up and it says like Inktober, what day it is. And yeah, so it just kind of like became this thing. And I was like, it looks so good on the Instagram grid and in my grid and like Procreate just as a collection. And it, it's so wonderfully consistent. And then the idea of making sure each of the panels portrays what the word is but in a way that doesn't get too complicated you know like not too much shading not too much detail there were a couple ones that I drew that 
I ended up like erasing half of the detail because I'm like, it's too much. I went too far. Like I can get so into it and want to add more. But then really I was like, ooh, that was too much. Like even today, like I put a little like bow on the back of her shoe for fancy. And I was like, oh, I shouldn't have put that bow. It was too much. But I already posted <laughs> it. So maybe in the later ones, I'll I'll edit that out <laughs> if I ever like print them. Yeah, because we, we've talked sometimes about, uh, you know, portraying something in a few strokes uh, in like either a minimalist or simplistic way. Uh, how are you like, how are you feeling about that? How is that process of trying to find the the essence of fish and <laughs> and and rogues or whatever i mean it's it's really great it's one of those things that when you're doing art or an art style or an illustration or any kind of craft or thing that you're you are pursuing everyone always says like it's a really good exercise to try and simplify yourself down to the base level and see what you can get away with 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 very little like either even restricting what you're using right like if you are a painter restricting your color palette uh, restricting your brush size like any of that kind of stuff kind of teaches you and I I I don't know if I'm alone or I'm probably not alone but if I'm a minority or not but most of the time when those things are suggested to me I'm like I don't want to hear it like yeah 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 yeah. like I I just don't I don't want I just want to skip all the menus. I just want to skip all that. I don't want to, I don't want to play like that. I want to do it. Uh, but with this, it kind of came out more naturally and it became like a fun thing to do that I chose to do as opposed to something someone told me to do. And you get that too, right? As soon as someone tells you to do something, you're like, no, no, no. I'm sure I have no idea what you mean. (laughs) (laughs) So it's been nice, uh, to naturally do it. And I see that the, the panels look better when, I edit. And so it's uh, it's been a fun challenge to go through and, and do that every single day. Kind of look in the mirror before you leave the house and take off one accessory kind of yeah, thing. Totally. I so over accessorize. I'm <laughs> such an over accessorizer. <laughs> so what's what's your process like? Because you posted, I think, on your stories, like you were saying just now that you have the 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 grid and procreate of just like the the signs, but you haven't like prepared the whole 31 days of the actual drawings but what's your process after that um yeah so i did the grid for because i wasn't feeling well yesterday so i'm like i just need to do something lazy while watching pride and prejudice again so i <laughs> i did that and and most of it is uh you know copying and pasting the square onto or like duplicating the image or on procreate you can uh, create like a new layer from your clipboard there's a whole thing so it's like just taking the first square so i know it's going to be consistent through every single one because it's just the same it might not be the straightest line and i it might not be absolutely perfect but it is the same between each one and then I took the time to write out every single one of the words and style it the way I wanted to so that feels like that's nice that's all done because that is more of a template it's not so much the inspiration for the actual drawing and I went through um like October 1st or even right before October when the when the prompt list came out and just like jotted down ideas for each day And so that way I don't feel completely lost when I start a day, but there have been multiple days so far where I read, I have read what I wrote down as what like my first initial idea was for it. And I'm like, I hate that. I don't want to do that at all. Like, and I didn't do it, but at least it started my brain thinking somewhere. So I don't feel completely blank and open every single day there there is something in like a list in a document that that grounds me a little bit. So I go off of that first 
and then I sometimes try sketching it out and it if it doesn't work I try something else on like a new layer and uh, so far it's been working out and and a couple times something that I was like oh, I'm just gonna try this and I liked it better than like something that I spent you know two hours drawing on, on the day for Blade I drew the little like stupid grass and a little bug and like her giant face and I was like yeah okay it's an idea for something that's like because I'm like everyone's gonna do swords and I spent like two hours drawing like this really simple version of Link, like uh, of her dressed as like Link holding up the master sword and (laughs) I edited it down. I had too much detail in it. I pulled the detail out. I put stuff back in. I spent so much time on that drawing for for the word blade. And then I looked at it. I was like, it doesn't, it's not as good as the stupid blade with with the little bug in the grass. Like that one makes (laughs) me smile more, even though it's so simple and it was so quick. I chose that one instead and I'll put the link. I'll use the link some other time, but it was hard to let go of the one that I spent a lot of time on in favor of the one that was like a quick sketch. But in general, I'm I'm glad that I did that. I was like, that feels right. Like when you look at it in the grid, that felt more uh, indicative of the, of the comic style of her style than, than the other one did. Plus, People won't know that you spent more time on one of them because I, I think it's like true. I, I, unless I, told, I tell them here. <laughs> yes, but, you know what I mean, like I, I completely recognize that of like this has to be better because it was you know harder or I spent way more time on it. But that's not not objectively the case, and it's not you know gonna be subjectively the case when people look at it because they'll know because they're like, well, she you know she does cartoons. The the link the link costume could have taken ten minutes, you know. Mm-hmm. So what? What is easier this year and what is harder this year compared to last year? I don't think anything's harder this year. I'm I'm finding it. I like that I don't do it in ink, so it doesn't stress me out uh, that I actually I do it on my iPad. Every once in a while, I feel like it's cheating because everyone else is it's inktober and you're supposed to be like practicing ink. But then uh, uh, then I'm just like, I don't care. I'm too I'm too old for this crap. <laughs> I think a lot of people do it digitally. And I think it's even like on the official Inktober like rules and website, they're like, you know, any medium really is is fine. Yeah. So it does feel a little bit like, you know, I'm getting away with something or, you know, I decided to break the rules, breaking the law. But when it comes down to it, it's like this is how I'm getting it done. I rather do it than stress myself out and not do it because I'm not doing it the quote unquote right way. So in general, I think that having done it last year it feels a lot easier to do it this year because I look back and I see all 31 drawings from last year and I'm, I love them so much, even though they're so messy and basic. And when I really like critique them, they are a mess, but I love them anyway as what they were and that I accomplished it. And so this year it feels like, oh, I did it once. I could do it again. And you couldn't be where you are now if you hadn't done that year. Completely, completely. And like it's, it's, you know, it's it's 100% cliche, but it's a cliche because it's true. Yeah, exactly. And I'm having a lot of fun. I love that this exists. I look forward to October's now to like do this. And I think it would stress me out if I tried to do it, you know, when it wasn't October. I know it's like one of those <laughs> things it's like, well, if you're having so much fun doing it now, why don't you try and do it all the time? It's like, yeah, no. Um, I like that it has a set of things and then it's over. <laughs> <laughs> we're challenged people it's a it's a thing uh, I've actually it's it's I've been feeling the same way with some of my dresses recently that I've been sewing that kind of like you know d- done is is better than perfect if 
the you know if if perfect means it's not going to get done mm-hmm. and both that some things i can you know fix later but also you know nobody's going to see the inside of everything i sew most things i'm going to wear a cardigan over so if like the top part of the zipper isn't perfectly put on and you can see like it's you know what i mean i'm just like but i want to wear it and i want to do twirly twirls and you know show people that it has pockets <laughs> is more important than being able to like you know, do a full blog post showing exactly every perfectly like felled seam and and everything like that. It's more like, do I have a dress? Can I put it on? Would I be ashamed if someone accidentally saw the back a little maybe? But no, you know what I mean? It's more like, yes, okay, this isn't like made according to every rule in the book, but it is a dress. It looks nice from most angles. Like I can... It's not, you know, one of those things where I can only wear this if I can stand specifically one way and hold my hand like this so that you can't see that it's crooked. As long as that's not the case, I'm good. I <laughs> Last week, I just got a bug in my head because I've been working on um, learning to sew different like collars to put on things, just like sort of white Peter Pan style collars. And I, I just had this idea, like I wanted to make myself a pointy Wednesday Adams collar. Yes. And then I made Pontus come out into the woods with me and take pictures of me looking as stern as I possibly could. And then I was like, oh, I want to play dress up. I want to play more dress up. So I've just been like looking through my closet of like, what can I put together in fun ways? Uh, what could I make to add? Because I could make just like straight up costumes and I probably will because this is way too much fun. But I like the idea of having stuff that can double sort of like a in a sort of Disney bounding, history bounding type of way. But it's the same there. Like if I only looked at the people who are who are like historical costumers or who are full on cosplayers. Actually, no, if I looked at cosplayers, I actually probably would take sometimes the wrong kind of inspiration because there it it really is like do you look okay from the front can it look okay in a picture (laughs) and then it's like oh there's so much hot glue and and safety pins in the back but you know what I mean and and not to be like okay these people who have been doing this for years and years and years and years is that how my stuff should look or is it more like hey it was fun to take a picture hey who knows where inspiration comes from it just appears and also done is beautiful I've said that (laughs) multiple times uh it just is sometimes it's just better to be done than for things to be perfect. And there's always an app to blur out the wrinkles in your skirt. And you know what? Most people don't even notice. Like we talk about this a lot and we try and tell ourselves this a lot. But I mean, most people will never notice if a hem is crooked because it's on a body and bodies Mm -hmm. aren't completely straight and wind isn't completely still, you know, like there's movement in clothing. And so a lot of the flaws that you might see on just like a regular everyday wearable dress is totally like no one's gonna see that ever i mean it's uh it's it's not something anyone's gonna see it's more for like yourself that you're getting it like more and more closer to perfect and i think that the idea of getting especially garments or anything that you're doing closer to perfect is just a matter of practice like the closer you get to things being even and straight and it's just a matter of how many times you've done it Right. Like it's not. And how much time you want to put into a specific thing. Right. Right. You're not going to be struggling to get like a straight hem as much, you know, in three years than you are today. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Because it's just going to happen for you. And and I mean, also, sometimes it's also about impatience. I love like circle skirts or half. I love big swishy swoosh. Like 
swirly skirts, which means that there's so much hemming. <laughs> so, but sometimes I'm just like, nobody can tell. It is not perfectly even because it's like a thousand bajillion feet of hem to hem. But and, and I mean, that that's also a thing. Like, even if you're like, I could do this if I was super, super like meticulous about it uh, because I have the skill and I have the experience. But you're like, but I, I could wear it. I could wear it now if I do it quickly. <laughs> And muscle memory is an amazing thing. Like when it comes to drawing or sewing or knitting, like any of these hands-on crafts and skills, it's amazing how just doing something so often and for a certain amount of time, you'll just do it. Like it'll just, it's, it's crazy how like something that you struggled with getting straight and perfect in the beginning just becomes something that you're like, it just works Like, you know, like uh, even I think about doing like a golf swing, right? Like it feels so awkward and weird and or playing any sport when you are first doing it. But then all of a sudden you just stop thinking about it and you just you just do it. It's the same with, you know, probably counting like knit pearl, knit pearl. Like you could just do it without having to think about every single stitch that you're doing. Your, Your fingers just just it happens. And I think that that's a lot of things that people get very frustrated when they're starting something new that why can't I, even when I'm concentrating so hard, why can't I get this right? But that that moment when you realize like, oh, I got it. It clicked. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you don't even notice. Oh, like, yeah. Sometimes you don't even notice that it happens. You're just like, oh, wow, I'm just doing this now. I will just ask you, though, to not not lose focus when you're working with glass and solder because I don't want you to get hurt. <laughs> Oh, solder's really very cool. Oh, man, I love it so much when it like falls up and just like, psh, it's like, it's so neat. Liquid metal is just so metal. <laughs> At this point, the rule in my house is that I get like two or three ouches with when I'm working with hot glue before Pontus is like, do you want a glove? I'm like, okay, I guess I want a glove. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I've, I've just, I've really been enjoying watching, watching uh, Dot Tiff uh, and I'm really looking forward to see what she does. Are you going to like put them all on are you going to like make a little calendar of them or something to have them all in one place out in your house? No, probably not that. I think I might get them like in a little chat book or something like that. Like one of those various uh, quick printing um, places like a blurb or something where you just kind of like upload a bunch of photos and, and print them out as like a little book. I might I might do that and see where that goes because so far they're they're coming out pretty fun and uh yeah, I think it's a, like a nice little trophy to do it that way. <laughs> now, you had talked about wanting to do Inktober, but then you said that, you know, it's not working out for you this year. But you played along last year. And so I want to ask you, do you miss it? Even though you you are probably at peace with saying like, no, I just I can't commit to that this year. And that's a good thing to know yourself that way. But I want to know if you miss it a little bit. Absolutely. Because it was it was fun to also for me to because I am who you know I'm a little contrarian. I was like, can I think of kind of like I think you with the blade of grass? Like, can I think of the thing that not everyone else is gonna draw a yes. lot of the time? Oh, that's that's the I am achiever. Please notice in <laughs> us. It so is. It's like how can I think differently than everyone else? But also, I when I I really felt that I grew just over the 31 days last year, and like I got more. I got. <laughs> Just today, I got like a one of those like Facebook memories of one of the drawings from last year, and I was like, "That was pretty good," uh, and and just like 
you know, having that because like, like you're saying, like doing it every day or uh, just, just having it be a set challenge be like, I have to do this every day and I have to post them. I mean, you don't have to on October, but for me, I wanted to post them every day. And I miss having that little like nudge slash guilty conscience of like, you have to draw today. So maybe, maybe I'll do inquiry <laughs> in a couple of months or something. Uh, because like, you know, what I found with this kind of thing with, with Inktober is sometimes I get caught up in the idea of having to, you know, think of the crazy thing and draw the elaborate thing or be, you know, like just a lot of pressure to either be uber creative or really meticulous and detailed or, or super funny, you know, like there's a lot of pressures to yeah. be the best in any kind of realm as you're drawing, like something that's going to stand out. But I found sometimes it's just a little bit more fun to just be like, you know what, today I'm going to draw a stupid blade of grass with a little round <laughs> bug on it and I'm going to walk away and it's going to be fine. And like, I wasn't trying to be the funniest. It wasn't trying to be the most clever. It wasn't the most beautiful or the most straight. But you know what? It got done and it was consistent with everything. And that's kind of sometimes those are the days that it's okay to give yourself a little break. And it's better that it was something that you did as opposed to finding the most perfect, like standout, like diamond shining thing that you could possibly create because it's not about creating the best thing every single day it's about creating, it's about creating every something. single day exactly damn it all right i'm gonna go draw something once we're <laughs> finished <laughs> you should jump on the wagon you just draw it so there's this one person i saw um doing extremely simple line drawings like seriously like four stroke drawings of like a knife or uh this or that like and they featured her on that's how i found her one of the inktober accounts like grabbed one of her drawings and i started following her because it's so simple and it's like one of those annoying things that you're like oh, i could have done that but you know what you didn't do it so i started following her because i really like it and it's very good and so it, it that also inspired me to be like it does not have to be a completely finished drawing it could just be a couple lines and you did it and you did the prompt and you can walk away so I encourage you, Julia, to right. jump back on the Inktober bandwagon, even though, like, just do it as simple as possible. You don't have to do, like, a fully rendered, amazing Julia cartoon of, like, <laughs> doing all the things, because I know that that's what you were kind of planning. But I think that you should draw just a little something, because I know you can. Yeah. Yep. Do it for do it for me. <laughs> so you can go and find our show notes at relay.fm slash make do where you can also become a member at relay.fm and help us support this show which would be amazing we love support and <laughs> email us your questions for our q a at make at gmail.com or on twitter at make do pod or on instagram also at make do pod <laughs> uh, we can't have a q a show without questions so even if they are silly or you might have think we might have answered it before but you just need to find it in an episode ask us again because we're happy to answer so you can go find us individually at tiffany arment and at julia scott s-k-o-t-t and until then we will be back in a fortnight talking about julia's inktober because i'm gonna make her do it no pressure and, un <laughs> and until then go make and do and just get a scribble on the page if, if that's what you're up for today because something is better than nothing and, and be careful with hot solder. Ha <laughs> ha.